Hi everyone! Welcome to the Best Days Vintage Failed Rockstar Club podcast. The podcast that talks about music, mental health and fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I've started including Best Days Vintage, as, you, as we well know, so we can keep remind people that we are actually a business. Yep. Not just a podcast. No, so much more than that. So to we re- were a shop before we were a podcast. Yeah, so remember people, that people forget that. All you, all you podcast heads. Um, so um, what I'm going to say? Oh yeah, I would like to ask you, Jez, the mm. usual tra- traditional question: How can people find us on Instagram? <laughs> right. <laughs> and where are we right now? And all the usual things. Okay. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. I can cover all that. I reckon. Well, so uh, you can find us on Instagram at, at Best Days Vintage. Yep. So that's the shop in which we uh, are right now, the, the epicentre of uh, the cultural capital of, you know, Western Europe at the very least, uh, Colchester. 40 Old Lane is where you can find us physically. There'll almost always be one of us, me, Jeremy Peter Dixon, no BA honours, him, Stephen Robert Hurdle, some BA honours. Uh, and you can find us at bestdaysvintage.co.uk also. We actually, well, the sale will be over now, but it's, do go visit bestdaysvintage.co.uk. It's 20% off right now as we record, but when this goes up, it won't be. But there's still offers to be had. It was when last you sign week, up to the... It was last week when we told you about it. Yeah, that's good So point. shame on you if you haven't bothered to buy <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, absolute if, disgrace. If you haven't bought any failed Rockstar Club merch, oh. just look yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Long, hard... Look at yourself. Mm. Nude. Oh, I need to make a disclaimer then, I, before we start. Well, um, just like to make it clear that last week I may have unfairly <laughs> libelled um, a John Dunstler by claiming that he masturbated into his grandma's knickers when he was a young man. But I made it you, up. You're saying that didn't happen? I made it up. That didn't happen to your <laughs> knowledge? To my knowledge, yeah, we might have done, yeah. yeah. But as far as I'm aware, <laughs> it's important to make that. Roger Moore is not a towel thief. <laughs> so I apologise to John Dunstler officially. Yeah. Um, there was as far as really away. so I don't want to libel him if anything it was a test to see if he was listening and he never replied which, which he failed yeah <laughs> but a good friend of ours Nick uh, of the band fame he did listen mm. and had a really good laugh and he tremendously enjoyed that <laughs> yeah so it was worth it yeah, so, yeah a cheap gag at someone's expense yeah but they weren't listening so it doesn't matter yeah see if it's behind their back that's yeah. fine yeah. of course I'm joking mm. it's not fine um, it's so, mean. It's mean spirited. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Shall I tell people what they should get on the latest playlist? No. Crap. Put this on your latest playlist. Take off the oasis. Replace it with some chasing status. Why you gotta say this? Trying to make your playlist a list. Oh, yeah. No? Good to go. Okay. Crack thanks. on. Well, little tie in here. Some previous entrance to our Hall of Fame. <gasps> That's right. I've got a new album and song out. No way, Jose. One of your choices, Beach House. Uh, oh, it's out, is it? It's out. Well, certainly. Well. I think it's being released in four parts. But there's a song. It's the title track from the album. I think called what? It's called Once Twice Melody. <coughs> okay. And I didn't know it was them. I, as I, as usual, I did my Monday new music yeah. uh, research. I was like, "What's this? This is great." It was Beach House. It's always the answer. Normally, if it's what's this? This is shit. It's the Red Hot Chili Peppers or the Foo Fighters. And if yeah. it's, what's this? This is great. It's probably going to be Beach House. Uh, that's like one of the rules. It's yeah. one of the golden rules. But anyway, yeah. So once, twice, melody. 
by Beach House. Get it on your latest playlist. Yeah. Uh, so that leads us on to the news. Oh, you haven't prepared I've, a bong, have you? I'll never forget prepared a bong. <laughs> a couple of druggies. No, I haven't. But news. Um, following on from last week's news, noise your door gig. The shop is still standing. Black Friday madness. Ooh. Christmas video shoot started. Ooh. Siberian tiger, tiger revival. Oh, I'm excited about that one. Well, let's hear those stories in, in a bit order. more depth, please. It's 13 minutes past six. We're on schedule. We're right on cue. Yep. So, noise your door gig. The shop is still standing. Yeah, so if you were listening last week, you'd know we had a gig in the shop on the Friday night, Saturday night, sorry, and we were a little tense about this one because mm-hmm. the these crazy cats have a reputation mm. for their rock and roll antics, mm-hmm. and we thought they might whip the crowd into such a frenzy that the shop might fall over mm-hmm. to some degree, or be, there'd be people on drugs, or people, people fighting, fighting, or wrestling, pe- yeah, wrestling, people <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a lovely little wrestle. Yeah. In mud. But we we had one guy who drank too much and was you know sort of being a nuisance. Mm-hmm. There was one mirror smashed. And you weren't happy about that. Way. I wasn't happy about you that. You put two and two together there and thought the drunk guy being a nuisance was also the mirror smasher. Well, you can't prove that. I right? can't prove it, and I don't think he'd even remember. Mm. But I mean, he's got to be prime suspect. Mm. But again, don't want to libel libel him. Mm. He might not be a mirror smasher. Somebody was a mirror smasher. And instead of just saying. I'm really sorry, I've broken your mirror. They put it down the toilet. Hmm. So you had to, you massive had to, chunks. You had to fish so broken yeah. glass out of a U-Bag. Mug it, mug it, yeah. Pissy toilet. Pissy toilet water, picking up glass, yeah. Mm. So thanks for that. Mm. But generally, it went without a hitch, didn't it? Really, I was actually... Yeah. Presently surprised. And what did you make of the band? Uh, well, I'll say this. They sounded like early Nirvana, mm. which I think... I'm, you know me, I'm a melodies man. Yeah. And there wasn't much melody. No. So they're probably not my cup of tea, but if you like <coughs> your rock hard. Yeah. And shouty. Yeah. And sort of quite virtuoso. Self indulgent. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a negative spin. I don't know what I was saying. If you, uh, I mean. I will say this, the crowd thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, and actually people that we like, who respect music, who yep. came, loved it. Yeah, our boy Sean, mm. who has got very good taste in music, although I didn't realise he was such a metalhead. Because no. I saw him, he was at the front, headbanging. Actually headbanging, like I used to do when yeah, I was 15 like years old at he, Youth Club. He really fucking meant that. To Nirvana. There you go. So, yeah. The circle is complete. It did actually remind me, Like I saw like a, that Nirvana documentary... The what the yeah. Britain one, yeah, yeah. And, and there's like loads of footage of them when they first started playing in shops and record stores and random yep. places. And there's like a crowd of like say 60 people kind of like moshing a headbang at the front. Yeah. It felt like that, yeah, like that kind of thing. Like yeah. people would have taken footage and then it would have been you know seeing the band grow. But yeah. if you like your rock raw <clears throat> and tuneless and noisy and noisy, loud, it was fucking loud, yeah. And they are called Noisy Door, so yeah, we should have we should have known, mm. uh. Yeah, so good at what they do, just not my cup of tea would be my review. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. And the other two guys, uh, Fraser and Honey, were very good. Mm. Fraser particularly played songs that went down really well. Like he threw in a cover, a couple mm. of covers. Mm. One of which was that song out the Shrek soundtrack, which everybody yeah, they weren't no that great. age seems to love. They, they were. I've got to All say star, that he that is genuinely good he, performer. In he he's got charisma. He's got stage presence and mm. charisma, which goes mm. a long way when you're just a man with an acoustic guitar, which yeah. can be dull as. Dishwater. Dishwater in the yeah. long hands. Yeah. 
But his, his hands are the right hands. They are the right hands. And it's the right hand and the left hand, perfectly in harmony. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Black Friday, madness. Yep. Well, I don't know about madness, but it was our Black Friday 20% off on everything. Mm. I was going to do it again. Still on our website, you can still get it, but again, it won't be when you listen to this. But it was decent, solid weekend. We don't really like it, do we, as a concept, Black Friday? No, because you suffer before Black the weekend, and then you suffer after the weekend. It's and all so just it crammed into a out. small... Yeah. Instead of having just a consistent week, you have a shit start of the week, and then a really hectic... A high-pressure weekend. high-pressure weekend, yeah. So yeah. It, and you it, might as well not bother. And it's hard because, you know, you don't want to encourage kind of over weird consumer mm. consumerism. It's like but the weird stuff, and you know, it's just everyone goes a bit doodally for it. Do they though? I I don't know if it's. Is it a big deal for everyone? I, I don't know. It isn't no, for me. No, don't know. I don't know what Joe Public. Well, you don't see, don't do see those videos. You don't see those stupid videos anymore. No, you it doesn't see people seem fighting as in supermarkets exactly. Over a, um, it doesn't seem as a big deal anymore. Vegetable steamer or something. Yeah. Vegetable steamer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe we just got used to it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's over with. So now we're going into Christmas. Yep. Christmas. The countdown begins. Yeah. Decorations will be going up the day this podcast comes out. Yeah. So, so as you're listening lovely, to it, it, you can think of us. Yeah, maybe put yours up whilst you're listening to it. A bit early. It won't be. This is the first of December. That's yeah, perfect. True, yeah. Fair. Um, okay, Christmas video shoot started. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> yeah. So every year we record a Christmas a silly video or a bit of fun. We create, we write a song. Um, we do like a video for it. <clears throat> We're a bit late to the party, the Christmas party for it, but we we are up and running now. It should be. I reckon it will have it out by the middle of December. Yeah. So I think I feel like that's peak Christmas yeah. before people are too mm. like saturated with. Maybe we. I don't, know. I don't know how we can. We can't. We don't really. We don't really have a FRC social media. But if you follow us on that Best Days Vintage and all of them, you'll fight. You will come out soon, and I'm yeah. sure we'll be all over it because we'll it takes share it on effort. all the <clears throat> all the social medias. Mm. Uh, but we had to film a little bit of it, and we didn't have to. Somebody's bright idea <laughs> to film a bit of it at the gig on Friday in here because yeah. we had a, a ready-made crowd. Yeah. Matt tried to commandeer <laughs> the audience to dance, but yeah. they were new listening. But we done it at the end. Yeah, I know. They would have been dancing because they would have yeah. been a bit more. They'd have been in the mood. Yeah. They were it's coming okay. cold. Yeah, true. That was probably. He was. It was going to be asked to do it, do it at the end. Yeah, it would hassle. have been faff. Yeah. And then I'd been dreading it the whole time. Yeah. I'd been nervous. But we were, you know, we'll get some footage. We've done it before when we had a gig in here, didn't we? And that was good yeah. use of the, foot, the yeah. footage. Okay. Uh, Siberian oh, yeah. Tiger He's, revival. This seems more important. So, 50 Numbers years, are going up. 50 years ago, yeah. there were less than 40 of these big cats on the brink, the very brink less of extinction. 40. Wow. Yeah. Today, turn that around, flip and reverse it. There's about 600. Okay, well, that's in still the wild. hardly any. No. Relatively speaking, but that's a lot that's mm. a lot better. And they, were, they found tiger prints in an area of Russia that hasn't seen this animal in over 100 years. Okay. So, Ooh. just with a bit of effort and a bit of care and attention and not over farming and being humans about it. It, the species, you know, can survive. You think there's 600 now? If they keep up and keep this going, then the place will be bloody inundated with them. Yeah, there'll be too many. Be, then it'll be like, let's hunt them again. Mm. But yeah, yeah. But that is, that's an, another good news green story. That's, mm. I like these. Yeah, well, I think it's important to mark these things. And I do I look around these different websites and try to find stuff that's interesting or mm. 
kind of cool. And I think that's like important to to mark that, right? Because yeah. that's a that's such a sort of beautiful animal, isn't that? Oh, tigers are stunning. Yeah. Have you seen? Have you been to Colchester Zoo recently? No. You really should go. Oh, you probably are anti-zoo in general, but they are. You know, these are endangered animals that they're no, yeah, looking those. after and trying to. I feel I feel mixed. mixed about it. Yeah, I do too. But actually, seeing a f- tiger up. Mm. Up close, like the face, especially mm. like beautiful, it's just so beautiful. Yeah, mm. so certainly worth saving. Okay, so um, that's basically that's the, news. the news, and I think that's quite good news in there. Yeah, yeah, nice mix as well. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of good news, it's a quiz. <laughs> you know, for a man who hosts a fucking music podcast. You know fuck all about music. If I can go. This week's category, Steve, to challenge you, is missing band members. What? That is, I'm going to give you a list of famous bands, but I'm going to miss one member of the classic lineup out. Okay. Could Mm -hmm. be, you know, it's not all like the same instrument, they're not all the drummers or whatever. Uh, I'm just, all you simply have to do is name the missing member. I've got a missing member. <laughs> Feels like it, it sometimes. Hasn't, hasn't been seen in years. Okay. Do you, under, do you understand the quiz? Yeah. Understand. Okay. <laughs> Understood. Go. So straight away, you'll hear the first one. I've usually written it with the singer first. So Written it. Written. Okay. Sorry, I've got a cold. My diction might not be as perfect as it usually is. Right. James Dean Bradfield. So, you know who you're dealing with here? Yeah, yeah. Nicky Wire. You're going to say the fucking drummer, aren't you? <laughs> Richie Edwards. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is actually a missing band member, mm-hmm. but the yeah, one I'm looking for is the drummer. No, no idea. Uh, you don't know? The little, little fella. <laughs> little fella <laughs> plays the... He wears drumming gloves, I know who wears drumming <laughs> yep. gloves. But you don't remember his name, see, that's criminal. He also played the trumpet solo on Kevin Carter. Oh, did he? Yeah, fact. Uh, no. You're not going to get that. If you don't know it, you don't know it. Yeah. That's Sean Moore. Mm, See, so Sean rings a bell, but the yeah, Moore doesn't. Okay. Right. Number two. You know very well I wouldn't get that. <laughs> Could easily have asked the other one. Yeah, I was like, shall I leave out Nicky Wire? <laughs> yeah. was that? That was, that's too easy, though. That's mm. the thing, it's a fine line. Robert Plant. Jimmy Page John Bonham Ginger Baker <laughs> Firstly, who's the band? Led Zepp That is Led Zepp Who's missing? It's not Ginger Baker <laughs> Someone like that <laughs> I mean, it's someone with a name Yes <laughs> Um. John I mean, Bonham was a drummer. He's, this is the <coughs> yeah, it's the bass player we're looking for. Cool. He wrote all the string parts on uh, REM's Automatic for the People. Did he? Oh, it's There's facts about this guy. He's a butler. <laughs> John Paul Jones. Oh. Does that ring any bells? I thought he was in the Sex Pistols. No. Okay, it's going well so far. <laughs> Number three. Roger Daltrey. Oh, yeah. Pete Townsend. John Entwistle. 
Keith Moon and John Ickler, so he's got one. I knew you he's got one. <laughs> you you so. Yeah, but you got it, see? Yeah. <clears throat> right, okay. One. You're one for three. Michael Stipe. Peter Buck. Mike Mills. Something Berry. Who's missing? Oh, it's not Nick Berry. <laughs> Rich Stenders. Isn't something Berry? Um... Oh, I, I will. I will need the full name. Yeah, I know. Mike Berry. No, we've got a Mike Mills. Already. No, John Berry. Is it John? No. <sighs> Left because he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, he has a aneurysm. Yeah. Live on stage in Switzerland. Oh, Berry. He left Mike. after New Adventures in High Five. It's not Chuck Berry. <clears throat> No, definitely not Nick Berry. Heartbeat fame. No. <laughs> Barry Bennett Berry. <laughs> I can't remember. Barry Berry. Mr. Berry. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'll just give you half of that. It's Bill Berry. Ah, oh, fuck it. Number five. Okay. Freddie Mercury. Uh, fucking bass player. Why is it always a Hmong bass player? <laughs> I, honestly, I was going to do an all-bass yeah. all players one, but I thought, well, that seems a bit harsh on bass players. very well it's always the one that no one But knows. yeah, Freddie Mercury, Brian Literally, May, I was watching Roger it the Taylor. Other, fucking, yeah, I was watching it the other day, and I was like, that geezer could do all down the street, no one knows who the fuck he is. Look at him, he's like a geography well, teacher. And this is why, in. Like, you should have thought, well, at least I'll remember him. Yeah, no, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't privileged to his, the information of what his name was, uh, no idea. John Deacon. Mm, yeah, vaguely rings a bell, but I wouldn't have got it. Born in Leicester, FYI. Yeah, you his t shirt type. Okay, thing. okay. Like a right plonker. Here's one, you should get, get this one. Nicky Six. Mick Mars. Tommy Lee. Vince Neil. Vince Neil! Oh, oh, he's got it. Vince Vaughan. That's the singer. Yeah. See? So, you know. Yeah. Dude looks like a lady. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, two, you've got two and a half. Right. Vince Seven. Agneta Falkskog. Bjorn Ulveus. Benny Anderson. Bjorn. Do you say Bjorn? Yeah. He was the second one. Uh, so you're looking for one Anita of the... One of the... Abba's. Women. Ooh. From Abba. Yeah. Anita... Anita. <laughs> I was just giving it you for the first name for this one, because no one knows their last name. Yeah. Abba. Um, so you've had Benny, Ag Bjorn. Anita, Bjorn and Benny... Um, Who's the Andreas. <laughs> Anifrid. Oh. Anifrid Finkstad. No, I was watching, watching them being interviewed the other day about their album, but they. Oh, the, the girls, they kept on the girls, the girls Just didn't the want girls. to do it. They said they would do the album, but as long as they didn't have to do the interviews. Oh, really? Mm. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, nothing for that one. Number eight. Oh, Chris. Pressure. Martin. Who, who do you think I'm going to leave out? Chris Martin, Johnny Buckland. Oh well, you've got it because I, I left out Buckland. I oh, did you. Yep. Berryman. I was going to Guy Berryman. Guy Berryman and Will Champion. Oh, Champion. <laughs> Will Champion. Oh, there you go. You know all of Coldplay. Got to do. And but most people would only know Chris Martin. I think. Mm, I think but, most I mean, people. I'm not most people. When you're it comes not to most Coldplay. people. <laughs> that's a good point. Good point. Well, I'll take that. Is that two and a half? Okay, that's three and a half. Three and a half. Yep. Oh, I'm, I'm on target. <laughs> yep. Okay, number nine. Mike D. MCA. 
Who's missing? And they mention their names in the songs quite yeah, a lot. I know. Oh, this is the Beastie Boys, yeah. obviously. Um, MCA and Mike D and the other one <laughs> whose name is. Me, me. <laughs> um, oh, fuck a doodle do. That's so annoying. I know I know this one. Yeah. Is he the one, is he the one that died? No. Oh, that might that be. That was MCA. I'm not the one who died, I'm not MCA. <laughs> Adam something, isn't it? Ooh. Adam... Well, I'm looking for his, his <clears throat> sort of rap name. Oh. Is it Adam, though? His, his name is Adam, yeah. Adam, not Adam PT. No. <laughs> no. What's his name? Adam... What's his name from Adam West? <laughs> That's Batman. <laughs> I don't know it. No. No, Add rock. Oh yeah, yeah. Light up the place. Mm. You've pulled yeah. my card. You've I pulled would, the ace. I wouldn't remember it, obviously, because if you know it, I know I it. I think his name's Adam Horowitz. I think mm. it's his actual non-rap name. Okay, last one, number ten. Oh, I don't think you can beat PB now, but you yeah. can get close. Pete Doherty, Carl oh, Barat, <laughs> Gary Powell, John. And it's John. It is John, yeah. It's John. This is the Libertines, obviously. Yeah. We're looking for the bass player from the Libertines. A funny looking fellow. He Lanky. is called John. Lanky Stick of Piss. Um, Dead Ordinary. Dead Ordinary. Dead Ordinary Ellen. Lanky. John. Oh, Winston. <laughs> John Winston. I can't remember it. Oh, this is so annoying. Because that scene is like annoying it's, ones. It's in your wheelhouse. John and. No, not John Entwistle. John Entwistle. John... I've had him. Yeah, no. I don't fucking remember. Bollocks. John Hassel. Yeah. H-A-S-A-L-L. What's Gary... What's Gary Fink's second name? Powell. Gary Powell. Powell, yeah. I might have struggled with that as well. I would have gone Gary Wilmot. <laughs> well, but... <laughs> lucky he didn't. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. You... Three and a half. Uh, I'm always bloody funny. Yeah, you're always in that little little spot. Yeah, yeah. That sweet spot of but 30%. I think that's what the audience like. Yeah. I think if you're getting tens every week, yeah. we'd have uh, we'd have yeah. complaints. It'd be no point. It'd be no fun, would it? But anyway, here's your uh, your chance to shine, everybody. Just give you the answers to last week's rockbusters. Uh, the first one was Patrick Francis of Assisi, Greasy's best mate, Joan of Arc. They are, of course, all saints. saints. Mm. And the second one, one of those ladies from How Clean Is Your House is now living in the forest, eating badgers and drinking from a babbling stream. That's Kim Wilde. See, I had to have get help with the Kim, but once I got that, then I was was there. Yeah, who did you ask for the Kim? I googled, googled. Oh, you just googled. Googled. Oh, okay. okay. Kim and Aggie. There you are. Kaggy. Right, this week's, uh, I should say, uh, Giles... (laughs) Again. Again, got that. He's, a, He's good at it. Harvey had a, had a crack. He couldn't get the All Saints one, could he? Couldn't get it. But we had a good... He kept, some, a lot of people kept saying, The Saints. Yeah. They've read of them. That's not, not a bad. It's not a bad, is it? Think about it. I was going Utah. At first I thought Utah Saints. Like, <laughs> no. So you know, you had the Saints bit. Mm. That's the key. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, should shout out to... Oh, I can't remember his name, actually. Something about a bowl of seahorses on Instagram. He got the silver medal. And Daniel... Turner got the bronze medal. So, three people got all of them right. And Cl- our, our very own Chloe got them all, but she, was, she was too slow. Oh. And you always have to give her a bit of help. <coughs> Tell her, by telling her the answer. Yeah, essentially. Lots of saints. Yeah. 
Some saints. All, All of them are saints. Four huh? saints. <laughs> right, this week's Rockbusters. A. There's these two brothers, born on the same day, who've started a business dragging penises along. Okay? Ah. Yep. Oh, you got it. I'm there. He's got it already. And B, I'm afraid Thumper is absolutely shitting his pants. There you go. Yep, got it. I'm there. I've done it. Oh, Steve's got them instantly. Yeah. It must be too easy this week. So be quick. Remember, there's a free drink at stake here. Be swift. Mm. But, you know, they do require a bit of music knowledge. You know, Mm -hmm. the second one there. I I have. have. There you go. I mean, you've proved you don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So if I got them, sorry, guys. There you go, that's this week's Rockbusters. Now, what was... Well, it's the Hall of Fame, isn't it? Field Rockstar Club Hall of Fame Band or artist who deserve more acclaim Field Rockstar Club Hall of Fame I promise this band will not be lame It's Hall of Fame time. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go through? Yeah, I'm, struggling. I'm just getting struggling to start remembering them now. So, okay, clap your hands. Say, yeah. say, yeah, Gene, Gene. Then it was Nala, Nala Surf. Surf. Then it was Tom Vett. Tom then it was Clear Lake. Clear Beach House. Then it was Beach House. What was last week? The Guillemots. Guillemots. And then it's over to you. Um, this band. There's no chance you lot are going to remember them. Or maybe, actually, some people will. Ben FM, if you're listening, you'll remember them, obviously. Yep. Big fan. Formed in 1993. Released two albums on Roadrunner Records. Mr. Jason Applin. Mr. Johnny Peer. Mr. Kevin Kev Morey. And Mr. Andy Bennett. The drummer. Yeah. I give you the band Bennett... <laughs> Two N's, one T. Yeah, that's important for Googling. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, Googling purposes. Because we should point out straight away... They're not on Spotify. They're not on Spotify. So I know you, most of you will be going straight away, tip-tapping away on your keyboard, yeah. putting your headphones on, and having yourself a Hall of Fame party. You can't do that. You can have to dig a little deeper. Mm. YouTube. YouTube is a gold They're mine. on YouTube, like their songs. Someone's put them on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They might be on Bandcamp, I don't know. Oh? I'm not sure. Could be. <clears throat> Um, now why have I chosen this band because they passed you by there didn't they when you were yeah. growing up but me and all my mates would love them at the time we were like 17 years old 16, 17 mm-hmm. 96, 97 they were so prolific. this is peak Britpop peak Britpop which gives you an idea of their sound as well because they were they're almost like a stereotype of Britpop aren't they yes they're, I think as I read a review here which I did I write it down? I'd even write Applin, the singer, alongside the likes of Jarvis in the League of Lyricists. This is a fine debut from Time Out magazine. Wow. Guitar pop with a pert sense of humour. Top of the Pops magazine. <laughs> Whatterly, what an utter, utterably superb record. Enemy. Wow. And someone else said, indeed. this is the band that Blur... If Blur didn't exist, this band would have been the Blur. No, I don't know. I'll go that far, <laughs> if I'm honest. But they were so like. It gives you an idea of yeah. yeah. Along the same sort of lines as Clear Lake, with that kind of very British, British. Southern British, 
lyri- lyrically kind of like kitchen sinky, kind of like quirk. I don't know really how you say, it, but like quirky, everyday Joe lyrics, I guess. Again, they thought if you it's probably of its, of its time, wasn't it? When Blur were doing it, they yeah. Were kind of if like you that. take the sort of what somebody who doesn't really know Blur would think of Blur, yeah. that it's a Cockney sort of yeah. chipper, yeah. That kind but of this thing. was with a bat, like the proper underground indie band that never really had the same success as all the other bands. But they did once their biggest headline show. They played was the London Astoria, but the smaller one. That was basically as far as they got. And they did do support tours. They were on Radio One. They did a session, like live session on Radio One. They were on John Peel. John Peel loved them. Yeah, which is weird because they're quite melodic. <clears throat> Yeah. He tends yeah. to sort of not like anything that's Lamac, tuned. Lamac still plays them every now and then. Yeah, recently. well, Steve Lamac was a big fan because that's where I heard them. Yeah, I didn't know the album, but I no. knew a Mom. couple of the, yeah. Mum's Gone to Ireland and, and Someone Always Gets Their Someone first. Always Gets Their First. I'd heard on the evening session, and they're probably their two biggest hits. Well, I say it's <coughs> but Mum's Gone to Iceland was the only song they ever had that charted in the top forty. So that went mm. to number thirty-four, one hit wonder. And even they were like quite. They, even they were quite self-deprecating. I think. Cause I remember seeing them saying, "This is our one-hit wonder." Yeah. <clears throat> and they were, and it you know it was on like kind of like the best of indie sort of like soundtracks and stuff like that. And Iceland use it. For, yep, they uh, use it. Whatever. And interestingly, the reason I kind of thought about them was because they got stitched a little bit because they'd released a song called "Someone Else Gets There First First and <laughs> he didn't really chart. And then the record or the radio, all the radio people said that if you re-release it will definitely A-list it after the success of your first one. So they did it against their better judgment, I think. They re-released uh, it, and then they didn't A-list it. They didn't put it on the... It was like, brilliant. <clears throat> and that went to number 69. Oh. Oh. Just lucky number. Yeah. And they had another song, which is on the second album, called I Like Rock. And that went to number 88. What was that a single? I like yeah. Rock. yeah. No, obviously, because <clears throat> Steve was a big fan, he would often put the albums on mm. in our previous job. So I, I've heard all the stuff. I've heard the back catalogue. Mm. It's not. It's not really your vibe, is it? Because it's, it's not kind of. I think if I'd heard it, enough. yeah. I think if I'd heard it at the right time, yeah. Like when I was when I was no, your I, age, I'd probably been into absolutely it, agree. I think if I listened to it now, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. wouldn't really be into it. But it, it's got such a big part, a big part of my yeah. upbringing that yeah. it kind of like. And it's it, is that shared the sort of shared? They were like the special band to you and your friends. Yeah, you and my mates, we glad to see him. We go and watch and play. And like, it was like kind of like our little secret band. Yeah, almost. exactly. Because they weren't that big, they felt yeah. like yours, didn't they? Yeah. Because and I, they were kind of like they, they were like the original kind of geeky kind of like yeah. rim glasses, tape around the kind of side, that kind of coxony kind of thing. Because Silversound were doing that. <clears throat> yeah. They were like the British answer to Weezer. Maybe yeah. it, it was probably like one year, maybe two years later. Who yeah. I did like. So, yeah. who again don't really sound that good mm. when you listen to them now, but. And they had a song on the second album. They had a really good song as well, but it got really... It was wicked live, but when it came to being recorded, the second album isn't really that well recorded. It's like kind of mm-hmm. almost like done in the bedroom. feels like just didn't have any money. And well, I, feel, I prefer the songs on the prefer, album. Yeah, they had one called... Well, they had a song originally called Generation Pepsi. And because basically Pepsi didn't like it, they had to... D- stepping in from the cola company and had to grudgingly... Adjust the song, and now it, it never really found, sounded the same afterwards because I changed the names like from Generation Pepsi to Straight from the Horse's Mouth. Straight from the Horse's Mouth. I thought you'd like, like to know. Yeah, it used to be like You're a Generation Pepsi. Pepsi. Yep. Change the. Um, but it still said it still had that lyric, didn't it, in the mm, recorded version? Because I maybe, maybe I've just heard you singing it. Maybe I can't remember. Can they just now? changed the title. Possibly. 
pretty sure it said Pepsi in it. I don't mm. think you can stop. But a lot of the songs on the second it. album they were already playing live during the first album, so that's why I think the second album came around quite quickly. Mm. They had a lot of the songs kind of already written. You but, were actually in the fan club, weren't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I was. Uh, yeah. Good point. I forgot about this. So yeah, I joined the fan club when, and I was like, I was, and I came back saying number member number thirteen. Yep. So <laughs> shows you the numbers. Got my little, yeah, yeah. I got my um my little fanzine. They didn't come up very often, very many, yeah. but I got a couple of them in the post. Were they? Were you in any other bands, fan clubs? No. no so there I mean, you go. That's... Uh, there used to be Lemonton Spa, didn't there? Something a PO box number. Yeah, Lemonton Spa. Yeah, Lemonton Spa was like fan club HQ. Yeah, but yeah, but it was. Kind of cool. Like in those days, it was cool to get a letter from the post, yeah. and you had to—I think you had to pay a little bit of money or something to kind of get your yeah. It must have been a subscription, subscription fee yeah. or a charge, one-off charge or something. But yeah, it was kind of cool, right? And I, yeah, and we wrote a song, didn't we, called Fan Club Member Number Thirteen? Yeah, a little, little nod to the <clears throat> to the yeah the Bennett days. I yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, that's actually a really, well, I say a really good song, but it was a it was fun to it was one of those yeah, ones it was fun, fun to play. play. Yeah, we never was, quite. I, I don't think it. we recorded it properly. No, um, but it was yeah. This, so this band's just felt like they were kind of like but the fact they're not even on Spotify is the first band we've got which haven't been on Spotify yeah true so we can't and add anything to the <clears throat> Spotify playlist which is now live probably the first band maybe Clear Lake the first kind of really poppy sort of band we've got kind yeah. of like indie pop band yeah they were un- unashamedly yeah melodic like two or three you know and poppy. they had I know quite kind of tongue in cheek as well so they had like a song called like um, Bennett Have Left the Building uh, <laughs> Uh, and like as a beast oh, yeah. and hello we yeah. are Bennett they always play it as the first song yeah bonjour. I've never heard that one because you yeah. but you always used to sing it you saw, was it that like, was a beast song bonjour vous new song Bennett and then yeah. like Andy Johnny <laughs> Jason and they had and they had a, a keyboard player called Neil who was like, on the live and they dropped that in Neil and Kev <laughs> yeah. that makes them sound like <clears throat> Pugwall yeah. yeah it's a bit Pugwall but <laughs> it was all kind of tongue in cheek yeah. and it was kind of. Uh, yeah, it's nice to sometimes hear about that aren't taking themselves too seriously because yeah. you can get. You know, yeah, it definitely wasn't none of that. No pretension. And I think they were quite socially aware because a lot of the lyrics are quite socially judgmental of kind of like people. Just, and yeah. Men. Even like yeah, and also like even like Mum's Gone to Iceland is about consumerism yeah. even in those days. And but the song we'll you'll be singing at the end yeah. is a sort of about sort of Jack the Lad characters yeah, that are like uh, disrespectful to women exactly. And, Toxic masculinity. Effectively. It would be called now. Yeah. And bear in mind the song was written in the mid 90s. Yeah. And it's called. Ahead of the curve. Wanker. <laughs> yeah. So, what what songs would you recommend people to listen to? Well, it's kind of hard because I don't know what's online. There's not a lot. Yeah. So, it's really. I don't know how you dig them out. But on YouTube, there's a place that. So, it'll be singles. It's like, you know, songs like put a copy of the album cover and put the song on so yeah. I'd, go, I'd say listen to well the biggest track is Mum's Gone to Iceland yeah. I mean that's probably one of them that's the catchiest that's one you'll be able to be singing along that's to the one, by the end they, of that's it. the only one that's got a music video attached to it as well so that's got an actual look music that, video and then yeah what, there's one, a song called Karaoke that was my favourite yeah. I don't know if that's on YouTube but if it is yeah I have no idea um, Someone Else Gets There First I used to love that song it's got a good chorus la 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 they did a lot of that. They did yeah. a lot of ooh la la las, and they're quite. Yeah. He was quite a high singer, so a lot of the vocals are very like you know. They're not. There's not. Not really dulcet. It's like, like nah. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite squeaky. It's quite squeaky. It, it was a big influence on your singing style. Yeah. It's when <clears throat> mine and Steve's or Steve and I's first band together. We were both on backing vocal duties, and yeah. like bands like Bennett and Blur were very yeah. much yeah. a influence on the back, style yeah. of backing vocal, and we would often be doing. 
la 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 in the background of uh, yeah heavy rock Ooh, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. Yeah, and the singer at the time he wanted us to be more like uh, mm. rock, sort of rock yeah. with a you know they had, serious rock. Yeah, and I saw. So his friends would tell, say to him, "You need to shut up those backing vocalists." Yeah, we we could not be. We could not be tamed. <laughs> we could not be silenced. Yeah. With too much to say. Yeah. Ooh, la, la, la. yeah. There's one. I hate my family. I hate. <laughs> yeah. Like and so, yeah, kids were probably like that one. Like the teenagers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's like oh, a song called "Colossal Man" was quite good again. Oh, like, yeah. um, God, I'm doing, I'm thinking at the top of my head now. Um, well, I think that's probably enough. Yeah. That's more than we do normally. <laughs> yeah. But I met them. I met yeah. this, like, a guitarist once at Reading Festival, just in the crowd watching a band. Nice guy. He did, he seemed a bit shocked. That I went over to him. Okay. He was with yeah. a mate, and he and I was like, Johnny. <laughs> you know, you can imagine like probably half pissed about eighteen, nineteen years old. And I think the band had kind of split up by that point. But yeah, mm. I was very excited, and they had. Um, a guitar tech called Charity Dave they called him nice and I, he was also guitar teching for Manson when I was doing mm. some stuff in Manson so again I was tremendously excited about that and again he was a bit like alright it's probably a proper fanboy with it but well, you know it was, it was important you, yeah, yeah, that was that generally like a really important part of my not just mine it's like all of my mates at the time yeah. and I don't, who knows if any of them listen to it they might even see the cover if they happen to notice it on Facebook but yeah they'll probably be like oh yeah Good old days. <clears throat> yeah, so we did. Yeah, the song Wanker, and I tried to sing it. Yeah. So stick tried. Turn that. He did a fine job. Make it clear, also, that I like to sing, but I would never say I'm a singer. Yeah. So but you sing. You sing it in an authentic Bennett style, I'd say. Yeah. Well, so you get the quintessential. I played it in. The, I just played it when I was in the warehouse, and Matt said, "Oh yeah, it sounds like him." Oh, there you go. So I will take that. <laughs> Bennett. Yeah. Thank what, you. Look, welcome. Welcome to the Hall of Fame, you cheeky. Two, two ends, one T. Yeah. <clears throat> Go and listen to them. Now, we put out a listener question last yeah. night. Whip out your phone, Steve. Whip it out. I asked our dear <clears throat> Instagram followers for their controversial music opinions. Okay. Uh, I f- gave the example, e.g., the Beatles are shit. I don't believe that. You just trying to, just, you're was, trying to whip up a whirlwind. I was trying to create one, and the first and response we got all, was... You've whipped a whirlwind up. Yep. The first response I got was... The Beatles are shit. That's just repeating. Yeah, that's exactly. not, no, So that's, let's let's disregard yeah. that because also it's not true. So I just read them out random or in read, order? You know, read them in order and we'll see okay. if they spark any conversation. Connor Paul Finch. <laughs> okay, there we go again. <laughs> Connor Paul Finch of T Television's yeah. Connor Paul Finch. Yeah. Famous Connor Paul Famous Paul Finch. <clears throat> Recently been on The Larkins yeah. on ITV1 Primetime. Having the Larkin. He's in some new BBC drama coming up. Yeah. Don't know what it's called, but well, check after it out. after this, I'm, I'm no longer. You're not going to check it out. Well, he's always bagging on this band. Can't Coldplay need yeah. to just stop. Give it up. Throw the towel in. Viva La Vida. That can stay, but that's it. Mm. Well, we've we've talked long and hard about Coldplay on this podcast. It's a fact. This is science mm. that early Coldplay is terrific, and you'd be. Doing music a disservice. What a fact he only wants to keep Viva La Vida. There's a lot about his taste. Yeah, I bet he hasn't even listened to the first two. No, he doesn't. But the last album is shit, and the one before it was good. So, you know, Mm. there's there's lots to like about Coldplay. Mm. Isabel Stoker. I don't care what anyone says, country music is amazing. Ooh, okay. Uh, But I prefer other types of music. So. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, they're even more amazing. But yeah, I agree. Country music can be amazing. I don't think that's that controversial. No. Celia, no. I mean, if you just said that was it, but then the, but, but the fact that they quantified it by saying I prefer other types of music, though. <laughs> so, it's quite you good. Undermine your own point. Yeah, I quite like jazz, but, but I prefer, I prefer <laughs> yeah for every other genre. Celia, yep. I dislike K-pop and I J-pop. I know K-pop many people who love it, but it's not for me. K-pop and J-pop. Well, yeah, again, that's not that controversial. That's just saying mm. like, they haven't been that strong on their opinion. They've done the caveat. Mm. It's just not for me. Mm. That's fine. Yeah. Saying K-pop is shit and it should be erased, that's that's controversial. I don't know any K-pop to be able to comment. Cool, we've been spammed by Daisy May. Yeah, what's, what's she got? I've got a few. i just pick out two, okay, out of the yeah. four. Paul McCartney needs to stop singing live now. Yep, agree. Okay, Oasis are not the best indie band ever. Agree. Yeah. There you go. But <laughs> lots of people think they are. So our very own Katie for Kings. Pop music is art. Capital A, capital R, capital T. Art. Yep. She's right. The best. The best pop music is. Lorelling. That's that's what's that's what sorts. Good pop music yeah. for bad pop music. But she doesn't put the good stuff, she just put <laughs> all pop music, basically. Pop music. Well, it's not all hot, no. Some yeah. of it's shit. Yeah. Kentucky <laughs> fried chicken and a pizza hut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tell me that's hot. Yeah. That's fart, KT. No. I don't know how you pronounce Laurelin Guini. No, nope, nor do I. <laughs> no. Nicki Minaj should be cancelled. Well. I think she said some quite controversial things. I think she's. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't like to comment on that because I don't know what she said, but I think she's not. She's the opposite of woke. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're she's saying. She's bloke. But if you think she's talking bollocks and you yeah. don't like her music, then I can see why you'd want to. Yeah, about that Tory politi- MP that basically tried to argue that. Um, Oh, because Doctor Who's a woman. A woman now. People are committing crimes. Yeah. yeah. Men yeah. have got to know positive role models, isn't it? Male role models. Don't be. Don't and be. he also referenced that Luke Skywalker's yeah. completely missed. He's never watched it then yeah. because Luke Skywalker He's is try- not I, replaced. That's one of those like dead cat things where they're just yeah. trying to say something to distract from something else. So don't. Ridiculous. Don't bite. Yeah. Bore off, pal. Yeah. Elton John is big time overrated and should have been stopped a good 30 years ago. 30 years? <laughs> it just started then. <laughs> That's not true. But you would then erase his 90s work, which included oh, yeah. Sacrifice. Oh, that was a big hit, number one. Sacrifice. Yeah, that one with um, George Michael. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's, it, it was in his pomp in the 90s, wasn't he? Well, I don't know about his pomp. Or his cap. <laughs> his cap. Yeah, cap. The cap is. I agree, he, his singing is awful now. He should mm, probably. He's stop an old man now. You can't go on forever, can you? 30 years is harsh. Candle in the wind, for God's sake. Yeah. Who would sing at Diana's funeral if it weren't for Elton? George. Like George would have stepped up, wouldn't yeah. he? Uh, couldn't Ellie Elizabeth couldn't give a shit about Nirvana? Get out. <laughs> Chloe, our very own Chloe Bain. Rap isn't music. Yeah, that is. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that but that's ridiculous. that's the sort of shit we like. Yeah, I mean that that's, that is that's what I was after. Yeah, that's like you know throwing not, a not... petrol bomb. Yeah. Uh, it's just wrong though. <laughs> she did. She. What did she say? She came in today, and she told me there's one song that's allowed. Oh, actually, funnily enough, she said <clears throat> Nicki Minaj. Oh, did she say what? Yeah. Ice Ice Baby, probably. <laughs> oh. Wendy Rapture. No. 
It was Nicki Minaj. She loves Nicki Minaj. Okay. Contrary to that, who, that person. PJ, Under Pressure is an overrated track for a collaboration between Bowie and Queen. Yeah, he, he was in here yesterday talking to me about that. <coughs> he said, given the people involved, but I mean, I think it is a great song, so... Mm. It's a game of opinions, isn't it? It is, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know what... He, I think he was expecting more of a Bohemian Rhapsody, like that kind of... Oh, yeah. That good. Game-changing. Oh well, yeah. Well, we could make, well, maybe his point is that two such massive artists, yeah, expect better, expect more. But it doesn't always work, you know, when they're working together. Apparently, that was it was actually yeah. a really tough studio thing. They were both like going into the studio late at night and changing stuff, and it got actually quite oh, heated because they were both like both the egos and yeah. had it an idea in their head. That's the thing about collaboration. <coughs> You're working with someone who's got strong ideas. You... What's your best collaboration? Ooh. Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. <laughs> what a classic. Ebony and Ivory? Yeah. Ebony and Ivory. Uh, Hard out, isn't it? Yeah, he's put me on spot there. Sorry, yeah. Well, I like some of Gorilla's stuff. Mm. He's got a very good ear for, like, who to collaborate with that, like, sort of keeps him relevant. The one with Winehouse and what's his name? Um, When they did Valerie. Oh, the Zootons and Mm. uh, him out of uh, producing stuff. Yeah, the producing guy. What's his name? American guy. Yeah, handsome. Did, Did, yeah, did... Lily Allen stuff as well. And, uh, oh, and that on. one we with Michael Mars. Yeah, Bruno Mars, yeah. yeah. Uptown Funk. Come on. We host the mob- music podcast, we're going to say. Who's the guy who did a collaboration with Michael uh, Mars? Michael Mars. <laughs> <laughs> fella. Who is little fella? Where's the suit and trainers? Yeah. Oh, what's his name? That's going to annoy me. He was everywhere. He was like dating celebrities and stuff. Mm. Ah, whatever. You know who we mean. And that's it. Okay. Well, it's time for Don't the Lyrics Sound Weird When You Read Them Out. Do the jingle. Oh, that little bit foul weird when you read them out. <laughs> the lisp. The lisp was strong. Mm. Now, this week, <clears throat> it's a track we all know. It's a track we all love. Oh, do we all love it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Seven Days by Craig David. Oh, yeah, I like that song. Yeah. It's all, it's oh, all it's, a, it's got a hook. Oh, isn't it? And it's one of those ones that comes up a lot. If somebody says they did something on a certain day, I'll, you'll always follow it up with mm. You're Making Love by, you know, Friday or whatever. Yeah. Chilled on Sunday. But let's analyse it a little closer. Mm. See if it stands up to scrutiny. Mm. Professional. Here we go. Right. <clears throat> Seven days. Great David, great David. You know what? Because I'm going to say, yeah, Craig David. <laughs> Seven days. Check it out. Yeah. Now he was very famous for sort of saying his own name in, in a lot of his songs, yeah, but yeah. that's what. Well, just to promote himself. Yeah, he's his own hype man. Remember the name. On my way to see my friends who lived a couple of blocks away from me. Blocks? Oh, he's English. He's, he said blocks. I don't know for a fact he grew up in Southampton. Yeah. So there's, exactly. there's your first mistake. He's couple trying of, to seem cool. A couple of roads down. Yeah. What do you say a couple of we streets. Say, what would you say? Yeah. Around well, the corner. You just say he lives around the corner, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he lives on. Uh, Avondale Avenue. Right, right corner. Yeah. As I walked through the subway, it must have been about quarter past three. <laughs> subway, you say that? Underpass. Uh, I, I'll allow subway. Sometimes you say subway. Like mm-hmm. for a... Okay. Well, it's, it's about about quarter past oh, three. He's just trying to, to be American, isn't he? Yeah, he, he, American he is. Yeah. Now. yeah. In front of me stood a beautiful honey Ooh. with a beautiful body. Oh. She asked me for the time. Okay. Perfectly innocent. I said it had cost her name, a six-digit number, and a date with me tomorrow at nine. 
Now that wouldn't. I don't think this would wash. I'd now. be like, don't worry about it, mate. In a subway as well. Oh, he's in the subway. He's in the subway. <clears throat> yeah. A girl. She. A beautiful honey with a beautiful body. She asked the time. He said, I'll only tell you the time if you give me your phone number and go on a date with me. She's just standing in the subway or is she walking through it? <laughs> she's walking past. Oh, like ships in the night? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Don't worry about it, mate. I'll just keep walking, actually, pal. I'll ask the next guy. I don't believe... Do you believe this actually happened? No, I found... Uh, no, of course not. Nobody asked somebody the time in a subway. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Peace out, mother crushers. I wouldn't say. If you need to know the time... Yeah, last thing you're doing is stopping in an underpass. Not in an underpass. <laughs> Just a couple of blocks away from your friends. Anyway, did she decline? What do you think? I, 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 I suspect very much. Suspect knowing how the story goes, I think she probably. Well, he answers that question straight away. No. <laughs> oh, is that part? Did, did, she, did she decline? Is that part of it? Yeah. Did, oh, okay. Yeah. What are you just asking me? <laughs> I don't want to be your fucking quizzes. These are the lyrics. Did she decline? No. Didn't she mind? I don't think so. He didn't check. No. He doesn't think so. Was it for real? Damn sure. Mm. What was the deal? A pretty girl aged 24. <laughs> so was she keen? She couldn't wait. Cinnamon Queen? What? Let me update. What did she say? She's talking to himself. He's talking to his mate. Or he's talking, <laughs> looking so in the mirror. He's talking to us. She said she'd love to rendezvous. Okay. She asked me what we were going to do. Said we'd start with a bottle of Moe for two. That's champagne. Ten pin bowling. Let's start with champagne, though. That's, I mean, that's a good start. Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday. Is that does that tally with what you said earlier? So it was a month. Yeah, it was a Monday when this happened. Okay. And the date was tomorrow at nine. Okay. Took her on a Tuesday. He took her for a drink on Tuesday. Moe, clearly, is what they had. Yeah. We were making love by Wednesday. Blimey. Yep. And on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, still making love. Then we chilled on Sunday. Yeah, I don't blame him. <laughs> he, he, he repeats that. I met this girl on Monday, took her for a drink on Tuesday, we were making love by Wednesday, and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, we chilled on Sunday. Together or separately? <laughs> what, the chilling? Yeah. Like, is it me, me and Craig David chilled? Is he talking about himself <laughs> in the third person or something? Uh, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. I assume they were together chilling after all the lovemaking. Flipping heck. They had to have a break, a breather. A rendezvous in a subway. <laughs> well, they didn't meet up. The date didn't happen in the subway. That's just where they met. Mm. Okay. It's interesting that they didn't 
make love <coughs> on the Tuesday <coughs> after the drink. Hmm. Well, so that's not respect. that's yeah, that's quite gentlemanly. He, mm -hmm. he she probably was a little bit not that's herself, what? so he. Okay. What do you mean he did on Wednesday to get to that position? Just come round. I assume he said the date went really well. Should we go to? Said, a, let's go to a to a motel, an owl sanctuary. <laughs> He'd have said a motel, I reckon. Take you to an owl sanctuary. Uh, he carries nine was the time, I and mean, we've already clarified that. Don't waste focusing so focusing so much on the time, because I'll be getting mine, and she was looking fine. Smooth talker, yeah. she told me. Huh? She'd love to unfold me all night long. Blimey. I'm not sure what that means. Ooh, I love the way she kicked it. From the front to the back, she flipped it. Back, she flipped it. She's a skateboarder. <laughs> Ooh, the way she kicked. And I, oh, I, yeah, hope that she care. Because I'm a man who'll always be there. I'm not a man to play around. Because a one-night stand isn't really fair. From the first impression, girl, hmm, you don't seem to be like that. Because there's no need to chat for there'll be plenty time for that. From the subway <laughs> to my home, endless ringing of my phone. When you're feeling all alone, all you got to do is just call me. Call me. And then he repeats about the, he, uh, the weekly activities. Is he activities. complaining about his phone ringing all the time? Actually? I don't think so, no. Just bloody ringing. Yeah, I don't know why. They've seen each other every day. Oh, yeah. Well, Maybe I, see, I see Slapper every day and uh, she still calls every day. Yeah, she, she is one for a phone call in the middle of the day. Yeah, I know. My wife never phones. Well, actually, Honestly. unless she's like walking somewhere. Yeah. And she's bored. Yeah. Then she'll call. So I suspect that's when she's time. calling, yeah. yeah. There we go, that's Craig Davis Seven Days. Steve, have you got a final thought you'd like to leave us with? Positive well-being. Jez, mm -hmm. positive mm -hmm. well-being does not happen overnight. It's a process of small steps, one day at a time. I've paraphrased it, but it's effectively mm -hmm. um, a philosopher called Zeno. Ooh. I'll put my own twist on it. It sounds like a superhero. So, it's not a glamorous process to work on improving your mental health. It's a series of small steps that time and effort will make progress. A series of daily upkeeps, um, like you would be doing, for example, with exercise and healthy eating. So, basically, approaching the, your mental health in the look same way your you mind, would, the same as way you would with your body. body. Yep. Fit body, fit mind. <laughs> <clears throat> you have good bad days and bad days in this journey. But if you do have a bad day, try to learn from it and use it the next day to improve. So don't try and eat, basically it's like, you know, eat the elephant in small bites. When you're looking after your mental health and well-being generally with a positive outlook, it's like, you know, you just keep going little bit by little bit. Yeah, by it's bit not a quick you, fix. It's not just going to wake up feeling yeah. amazing. No, it just, just takes time and effort. Yeah. <clears throat> like your body does. Mm -hmm. Everything just takes time and effort when yeah, it comes to like body. going on a diet. Yep. You're not going to wake up a size no. six when yeah. you're. Uh... Yeah, and that isn't. That, that's also like changing your eating. Rather than having going on the diet, it's like changing your eating habits yeah. over time. Mm -hmm. Small steps. So, positive well being does not happen overnight. It's a process of small steps, one day at a time. Great advice. Zeno. Thank you very much. Now, let's say goodbye and let them leave them with Wanker. <laughs> leave them with a Wanker. Um, yeah, and just to clarify, this was written in because my brother's like, even though he loves them, he's always like, oh, I hate that in bit, the last kind of like phrase. What? Well, oh, we don't want to give it away. We can't give it away, but yeah, see what you why, think. Why does he hate it? Because he said that it's just really cringy and really not cool. He thinks. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I, without going away, but I think that it's you know <clears throat> it's important to clarify that it was written in the nineties. It is a kind of comment on lad culture, and 
blokes kind of using women, I guess, right? Yep. And it's called Wanker by Bennett. Two N's, one T. Enjoy it and speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Two ends, one tea.